released, that the spirit be released. My God, guide that the plans and the purposes of God concerning the saints my God be not distorted by the spirit even of the world behold my God for we are in the world but we are not of the world China, Korea and we are the ones in whom the Bible says we have passed from death into life. We have been transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son, the son of his love. We are called forth to declare forth the places of him. A Jacob Paradayata, a road the Caliodes, Mario the Chanda, my God Montfa, Fariado Thunderbar, the Chanabana Thunder, declaring the end from the beginning. A China Poriada, Rolela Kandaba, my God, a dear Thunderbar, we pray for the weak in the faith. Oh, my God, we pray, Lord, that we go back to the world and find courage for the Bible says the scriptures oh my God were written for our admonition oh my God for our righteousness the scriptures were written that we might derive hope from the Sunday Lord we pray for the strengthening for the revival of the faith of the saints revive oh Lord my God the saints through your love and your mercies we pray Lord my God that the fibulous be strengthened for that which is weak in the body much intention much attention is given to it that each joint in the body oh my God may grow Jesus said that my God has called us to bear fruits, fruits that remain it. Let the warrior Therefore, we pray like Paul. We commend the saints unto the world of his grace, which is able to build them up and deliver to them an inheritance amongst them which are sanctified. Hallelujah. Yes, my Lord God. That my God, if we think we are standing here, that let us think again and to check if we are still in the faith. That we remain in the rock, the rock of Christ Jesus. That we be doers of the world. That when the winds, when the flood begins, my God, the flood that's coming to test every man in the earth, it might find us standing. Oh God, yes. 
and above for the Bible says we shall make pillars in the house of God yes oh Lord my God shine upon the barriata the chandabari called above we declare and that my God you perfect that which concerns your children Lord my God that my God yes riondo salabariata jante bariano salabariata the goodness the good pleasure of your goodness and the work of faith with the power my God that the Christ may be glorified yes in them my God, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. I talk us. Hadai Hallelujah. Harosati. We ask to pray. Sakhlora Dahasha Praise the Lord. We're gonna pray for the invitation of the Spirit into the meeting. Hallelujah. Into our gathering. Shaka. Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. <laughs> if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and we and, and, and he with me. Hallelujah. Remember, child of God, we are called into the fellowship of his son, the fellowship of his spirit. Hallelujah. We are called to intermingle with the spirit of truth. Shakiparduskidia. The servant of God taught us that when we pray in other tongues, the void between us and God is compressed. Katoskia. So we're gonna pray and invite the Spirit of God to siphon his presence into our midst. And there shall be all sorts of miracles and changing and shiftings. The Lord wants you to know that. The Lord want to know that we welcome into our lives in this service. Let the Lord know that he is welcome to move upon your life today. Ask him to intervene through the ministry of the word. Hallelujah. And that he uses the servant of God to minister to you. Hallelujah as a weapon in his hands to shatter Koparski. Ah, uh, oh glory. Yeah, invite God and perform, to perform the, the supernatural upon us this morning, that he will manifest himself in any way, that he will be a blessing to us and give him glory. Invite the Spirit of God to search every part of you. This is the spirit of truth that knoweth the deep things of God. And I'm going to invite him to, 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 to search every part of us. Hallelujah.
spirit, soul, and body and make the necessary correction this morning through his word and seven. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's pray, child of God. Oh Lord, my God. Maliando Savraide Comparyadech. Ah Lord. We see ourselves as nothing and weak without you, O oh Spirit of God. Amando Salabariado Chadabaha. We remove the crowns and we shalabados. Oh, like the 24 elders before the throne, oh God. Oh God, my Lord, we welcome. We recognize, oh my God, we invite you, oh Spirit, did you not say, oh Lord, these are the days of your power, Lord, say this is the year of the returning Lord my God and therefore Lord we bring forth before you uh, the words we carry words before you Lord in 2021 on my God September the 21st you said my God you are restoring power to the house of God yeah my God uh, we repeat before you Lord this prophetic utterance our God power Lord we cry for power Lord through the ministry of the world and of thy servant the prophet of God we pray that he be a vessel through which my God that anointing upon the earth flows forth to the bird and to the government and my God like the sons and the daughters of Abraham we've stretched forth our faith and attached forth the garment oh my God and every flowing that is done of God in us ceases my God oh my God yes release your power Lord through this ministry gift, we ask, O Lord, by your spirit to search through our hearts and find if there's any evil thing that my God you remove it and implant my God that's the implanted word which is able to save our souls. Let's thank the Lord for every 
answer. Praise him that he has had heard and answered you. You have asked, now rejoice. And you have received from your father. Rose thy body on the Jalapari Father, we thank you. We give you praise and glorify your name for the answer prayers. We rejoice and give you praise in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Of your peace. 
So come and inhabit our praise, O Jehovah.
was upon the face of the deep it was empty and chaotic there was no structure and form darkness and obscurity all around but then the Bible says and the spirit of the living God 
hovered upon the face of the deep. There is no problem too hard for the Holy Ghost. There is no complexity too difficult for Him. There is nothing the Spirit of God cannot do. He was not intimidated by the darkness. He was not intimidated by the void. He was not intimidated by a chaos. More than anything else, the Bible says he faced it head on. He welcomed it. He embraced it. Because the Spirit of God specializes in turning chaos into glory. He specializes in turning darkness into light. He specializes in turning masses into constructing. So when I say to you, cry and say, come and settle. I have your chaos in mind. I have your darkness in mind. Because what men cannot do, God is more than able. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious So come, come precious Holy Ghost, come, come, come precious Holy Ghost, come. Help now, come, 
Come Holy Ghost now come My Alos Paracletos come Come Holy Ghost I call you from the depth of my heart come Come Holy Ghost Respond Respond to my cry now, come now, come now, Holy Ghost, come, Holy Ghost, come. Ekalika mana sopa ila hai koma tahila, vraya nana koya lima santa paela kota kia. Papa ila la la hiko mana ila vara mama ka Ela ko mama ma ila ka papa ila Sala la 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 ye gele gele yele gabaya Ela na 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 yela la la ye ka mama maya Esa papa papa ila haya Ela no ya, ela no ya Ela na 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 yele Oh, 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 oh,
na manzi izanesi kwa sogupila
Says the Lord, says the Lord. 
praise the Lord. Who is 
Oh 
You got that thing. You know that thing. You got that thing. You got that thing.
that which must be done.
was God. That means words, words, words are God. How, how do you suppose and how do you explain a person who, 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 whose life has been ruled, governed, controlled, held back by the words their mother their father spoke to them while they were young and when they told them you will be nothing you are nothing and all their life they grew up with that thing in their minds because words are gods they outlive any person they outlive flesh and blood jesus said heaven and earth shall pass but my words you see our words may not have the longevity of the words of jesus but they have longevity Because the construct of the universe is words, is words. So when you hear me trying to get you to reiterate what I'm telling you, you see, you don't know, why did I call Vincent and minister to him? I was not minister, I was pulling out. I was pulling out that prophetic word because it was inside. You see, it's not a word that came from my spirit. It was in his spirit. But it could not come out. So I, I did that to show you what, 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 what is domicile in you? Yes. Because that's what the Spirit was saying in him. That which must be done shall be done. But the problem is, Get it out, to get it out. Because words are potential until they are expressed. Their activity, their activity, their power, their potence is only realized once they are said. For, for instance, I can't hurt you if I don't say anything to you. 
But within me, I may want to do it. But it makes no difference whether I want to do it or not. Until I say it, it is not done. It is, it is potential. So, whatever God wants to do in your life, it doesn't matter what he wants to do until it is said. Until he says it, 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 it remains potential in your life. Why does the spirit speak from within? It's so that you can speak without. More than anything in this world, God needs, he needs a mouth. He, he needs a mouth. If, if God can have a mouth, if God can have a mouth to speak through and release all the creative forces behind his ability, all that which must happen, shall happen. Hallelujah. So when, when you receive prophetic words, when you receive them, if, if you receive a prophetic word, the, the proof of the reception is not in your yes. It's in the fluidity of its expression. The Bible says, and they heard the voice of the Lord walking through the, through the cool of the God. They heard the voice. They heard the sound of the Lord. The Lord, the Lord moves with sound. You understand that? He moves with sound. They heard the voice of the Lord walking. So every action of God is preceded by a sound, by, by a voice, by his words. Think about Jesus when he was alone. Think about the kind of things that he was saying. He, he's the son of God. He's the word of God. He's the word of God. So when you see Jesus, you see God talking. The Bible says God who has hundred times has spoken to, our, to, to us through our fathers. I mean, to our fathers by the prophets has now in these last days spoken to us by his son, Jesus Christ. Which means that everywhere Jesus was, it was God talking. When he was standing by the well, God was talking. When he was walking the streets of Galilee, God was talking. He was, he was the personification of God's articulation. Because we think that God, when the Bible says he, he spoke, he's speaking to us in these days by his son. We're thinking when his son is speaking, no. No, Jesus is the word of God. That means even the things he does in silence. He is the word of God. He's the river of God. He's the logos of God. When you look at him, God is thinking. But he says, he's, he spoke to the fathers by the prophets. That means that same, that same medium was expressed and represented by the prophets. Mm. 
So there, 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 is, there is the element, the residue of, of that function that exists within ministry gifts. Imagine, you, your advancement in life is determined, is determined by the intelligence, by the mechanics of prophetic speech, of prophetic utterance. With, with prophecy, you, you, can advance what, you can advance in life far ahead than a man who has a hundred degrees. That which must be done shall be done. That which must be done shall be done. That which must be done shall be done. We are nothing. No, that which must be done shall be done. God's word in my life shall be done. God, God has lied to you. God has left you. Look at you. No, that which must be done shall be done. You see, Satan speaks within. You refute him without. If, if you, you were in the wilderness, if you were in the wilderness, the time Jesus was tempted by the devil, you wouldn't see the devil. But you know what you would hear? You'd hear Jesus said, it is written. You'd hear him. Because he did not think that. He said that. You wouldn't see the devil. The devil was speaking within him. When he was taking him up, these are things that were happening in the spirit. It was happening in the thought realm. He didn't take him physically. Jesus was sitting probably on a rock. And all these things. Satan was taken from one place to another. He took him on the pinnacle of, 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 the, uh, uh, of, of the mountain. He took him on the, on, on the pinnacle of the sanctuary. Every single thing that was happening, it was in the third dimension. You wouldn't see you. The Bible says he, he was there alone with the beasts. So when the tempter, okay, when Satan comes, does he come to you physically? When he comes and tempts you, does he come physically? He tempts you with imaginations, right? With thoughts, right? How does Jesus reply? It is written. Think about it. Jesus quoted the Old Testament in his rebuttals against the devil. The old and the devil left him. Jesus quoted scripture. There's something I need you to understand which many in Christianity because they do not understand its value and potency, they overlook it and understate it. Jesus, Jesus quoted scripture to the devil. He quoted the scriptures which he knew. And that he quoted those scriptures implied that he believed what they said. So, so when the devil said, if you are the son of God, turn these stones into bread. 
And Jesus said, it is written. Jesus never said, I am not the son of God. He never said, did you not hear my father speak? He never said, did you not see the spirit descend? Did you not see the heavens open? Did you not see the supernatural around my life? No, Jesus said, it is written. And he's quoted it verbatim, not paraphrase. He says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that, that what proceeds from, and that quenched the temptation. You, 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 you understand? It quenched, that means Satan, in, in, in that area, Jesus passed. Jesus didn't say no. That's the problem. When you are tempted, you say no. When you are tempted, you say, I don't want this. It's not I don't want this or no that cuts it because you're dealing with the spirit. Jesus said, it is written. He said it. It is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. And the temptation was quenched. The desire for food ended there. Satan could not, could not. He, he, then he moved on to the next one. Now, now, the fact that he moved on to the next one shows you that in that area, Satan was defeated. <coughs> he brought another temptation. Fall down. Because it is written. Satan now brings some... That's what he does to you, right? <laughs> For it is written, he shall put his angels charge over you. And you said, it is written. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. So what, what, what was happening... What was happening? The, the, Satan, Satan was using what defeated him in round one. <laughs> so he, he wanted Jesus to act out of context with scripture. For it is written, he shall... No, and the Bible does say that. Right? Amen. But the Bible never said fall down deliberately. <laughs> the Bible doesn't say that, right, man? So Jesus turns and he says, it is written. What does he do? He brings in a higher, a higher law, a higher principle, a higher command. And he says, thou shalt not tempt the Lord, thy God. Satan lost. Which, which means that Satan is not as intelligent as me and you think. that his intelligence bows to the word of God. <laughs> Satan respected the word of God. He respected. After Jesus presented his case, his rebuttal, Satan accepted. Which means Satan does not respond to any other thing except the word of God. That spirits, forces, will respond to you when you use God's word. 
Now, in most of these cases, what mo most people would, 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 uh, would counter me with, they'd say, but what about the sons of Sceva? They didn't use the word of God. They didn't use the word of God. They used another man's actions. Satan respects the word of God. And then the Bible says he brought him up to a high mountain and showed him all the glories of the world. When he could not, he said, I'll give you everything. Worship me. And Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. For it is said. Now he switched. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall you serve. And the Bible says, and the devil left him. Well, now why isn't the devil leaving you? You know why isn't the devil leaving you? Because you keep telling him, no. I give a No, I give a No, I give a The more worry, no, I give a the weaker you become. But if you say it is written, wine is not for princes, nor strong drink for kings. You know what would happen? You're using your words. That's why you are not respected. Jesus quoted the scriptures verbatim. Do you understand that? Verbatim. And they demonstrated inherent power against the devil. The strongest among the rebellious spirits. This hope. Our, our confidence is that Satan cannot, can, cannot violate the word of God. So when he says, hear no more, he can't, he can't cross. If God says, he can't cross. He cannot cross. So what prophecy does, and the reason why the scriptures tells us, wage, wage. He, he doesn't say wait. He already no wait for the war to come to you. He says, wage it. That means initiate, initiate it. So if you have prophecy, he, he says, you, you, now you've got rights to initiate contact. From the days of John until now, the kingdom of God suffers violent and the violent take it by, by force. You see, in the spirit is violence that works. Even, even the word receive, lambano, even the word receive denotes violence. It denotes an aggressive taking. That means God expects you to be violent if you're going to possess your possessions. Imagine, imagine Moses when he faced Og. Imagine, he said, hey Og. We, we, we're here to take Bashan. Can, can, can you please vacate? 
<laughs> do, 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 do you think that's what Moses did? Huh? Do you think what Moses did? You know what Moses did? He ridiculed them. To, he, he ridiculed them to the point that they came out. He, he did not go in. He came out. Why? Because he was, he was, he was, he, 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 he felt, he felt disrespected. It's the same, it's the same with, it's the same with Goliath. Right? Goliath looked, he says, you, you, you are youth. I've been a man of war from my youth. How, how dare you bring me? Is this, is this the best you can do? <laughs> then Goliath said, I, I, to David, I'll feed your head to the carcasses. David said, hmm. You come against me with a sword and a spear. I, I come against you in the name of the Lord. And this day, I will feed your head to the carcasses. And the Bible says, he, he, Goliath's wrath ignited. Who charged first? It was Goliath. <laughs> he came out running. Did David move back? No. The Bible says, when Goliath charged, David charged forward. And that was the end of the story. And it's the same with Bashan. Right? Question, was, was David polite? The most aggressive way you can be against diabolical forces against your life is through the utility of God's word. Moses waited for Bashan. Bashan in the city came out. The Bible says they slew them. They finished them. You know, you know Bashan? Bashan king Og. Huh? The man whose who's width took about five beds. That's how tall he was. Six hands. Six toes. Yeah? He was some creature. He was a hybrid. Moses finished him. You know what the Bible says about Moses? He conquered 66 cities. One man. He, he destroyed 66 kings. On, on his way to pillage and possess the promise, Canaan. 66 nations, cities. He, he, he took them. Moses. Moses never lost. In his 80s, what? And 90s, what? In his 100th and 150th years, he, he was conquering cities. What am I trying to say? There's nothing you get in this life without war. There's nothing you get in this life without war. Yep. The violent take it by. Problem is you're still asking the devil. Devi, can you please bring my stuff? Why is it Kaludi who say this thing? Bring my stuff. Bring my stuff. Of Onela Repo. X Repo. Bring my stuff. Repo has put on. Nazisindo, bas bas bizo utizo start. 
That's how, that's, that's how you behave in this <laughs> They'll be like, let, 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 please. Please. Yeah. Please. It's the devil, please. Imagine, please, please to the devil, please. He, he stole them. Please. Don't be afraid of bullies. Bullies act tough, but bullies are very, very afraid inside. You, you must understand the psychology behind bullying. Bullies don't bully because they are strong. They, they try to project a strength that is not within. Behold, your enemy. Your enemy. Your enemy. Your enemy. Your enemy. Is roaming around what L like he's not <laughs> if death is not a lion what is he the, here's what the Bible says right and that shows what devil what the devil is right the Bible says resist the devil and he will f the, the, the word that means he will shrink in fear the devil I demon the devil the devil, he says, if you resist him, if you resist him, he will flee. What's to flee? Yeah? If only if you resist him. That means he's a bully, but inside. If, if, if you can just resist the face, and just look at him. You'll see he'll turn into something small. You see, because he feeds on your fear. That's what bullies do. They feed. If they see that you fear them, they never go, they never go for people that, that they don't fear them. Bullies go for people that fear them, right? They, and you fear that you'll always be. <laughs> when, when they want to show everybody that they are something, they'll come to you. <laughs> Right? So that's what Satan is using. He, he's using you as cases. As testimonials. So when, when, when he's with you, he's look at well, look what I did to that one. You look at that one. Or, hey. <laughs> you, you did that, yeah. I'll do that to you. Don't worry. Whereas your response should be, I don't care who you did it to. You won't do it to me. Yeah. Yes. I'm not them. I'm me. Yes. You'll see him change. He's total change. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> His voice will turn homo. Hey. I'm sorry. That masculinity, that roaring thing will disappear. All of a sudden, what can I do for you? Why? He's weak. He's weak. That, look, at, look at the LG, LGBTQ plus TPK ZV. Look at them. You can slap the weak. Who's strong there? Yeah? Who's strong? Ha, ha, ha! Don't get in a fight. 
Get in a fight. It shows the devil is weak in the spirit, right? Devil's weak. He's weak. He's strong enough to get into their mind. Then afterward, he makes them some weak puppies. Right? Yeah. Uh, there are no alphas and betas now. It's, it's now omegas. <laughs> Weak. <laughs> They're weaker than women. Did you, you get that? You, you see how weak the devil is? You see how weak he is? Let's go, to, let's go to war. Let's go to war with them. Let's see. But guess what? They are bullies. Right? They are bullies. They want to assert themselves. Right? But there you touch them. Touchy. The bully man who touchy. He's the devil. That's how I'm trying to show you the devil. He's a beast one moment and some sly cat the next moment. You can put him in his place. You can put him in his place. Yeah, you can. Learn to use the God code. You put him in his place. You put him in his place. Imagine if the written word could make him leave Jesus. What more the prophetic? <laughs> the problem is that you're too afraid. You're too afraid. You're too afraid to say, hey, devil, God said. You're too afraid. What if? What if, hey, you're about to die. You're about to be sifted as chaff. You're about to be devoured. And you're still thinking, what if? What if? To hell, what if? Listen, if, I'm on, if, if I know that I'm going to die today, I'm not going to die crying. If, if I know that I'm going to die today, I'm not, I'm not going to cry whining. I'm not going to cry weeping. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to die fighting. I'm, you, you, you kill, fine. If you kill me, you'll kill me. But just know, I'll leave you with permanent scars. I won't die. Scarless. Woundless, I won't die. If you beat me, beat me. It's fine. Beat me. But somewhere, somewhere along the fight, I'm, I'm going to give you something that you remember forever. But that's not the attitude we have toward life. We let life beat us down. Beat us down until we start begging. Oh, have mercy, have mercy. No. You, you got to have the spirit of a warrior. You have to. You, you've got to have the spirit of a warrior. 
especially when it comes to things that concern you. You know, the other day, I was sitting, I was watching, uh, I think it was football, I was watching football on television, it was Sunday, and I was sitting by the couch, my wife was in the other room, and I had the sliding doors open. It's late, it's around half for seven to eight, right? So I'm watching, and all of a sudden I, I hear some sounds. All of a sudden, I see this thing getting into the house. I'm sitting there, right? So I, this thing, it's a cat. It got in the house. So I, I look at it, I say, what the hell? Right? I stand up, it goes. It doesn't run, it's not running, right? It's not running, it's not doing anything. It just walks across the living room, right into the kitchen. I'm like, what the hell? I stand up, I follow it. I'm like, what the hell? So initially, I, I thought, I thought I was afraid, right? But if you are afraid, what's the first thing that betrays you? Your body, right? My body did not betray me, right? Because if it was you, right? So I'm like, what the hell? So my wife is like, king, we hala. Karuna lika. Are you worrying you? Gotcha. She thought it was a witch. She thought it was a devil. So it walks across, it goes to the kitchen, and then it hides itself across the island. And then you know what it does? You know what it does? It keeps peeping. So I'm looking at it, I'm standing, I'm like, what the hell? Right? It does this. So I can see that it's afraid, right? I'm not going to be afraid, this thing is afraid. So it realizes that it's in the wrong house, right? So oh, my wife comes out. When my wife comes, you know what the cat does? The cat goes around the island, it goes into our bedroom, goes into the corner of, of the room, and it hides under the bed. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so I go out, I check. Shame the thing is sitting like this, scared. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> That's all I was saying. What the hell? <laughs> My wife. Diablo. <laughs> Diablo Diablo I said, you know what? I'm not gonna grab the cat by my hand. I'm gonna grab that thing by my hand. So I go out, I go, cause I'm a lady. She has cats also. I thought it was her cat. So she has cats. She lives down the road. So she has cats. So I'm like, I knock them like, oh, you've got a cat there, please. Uh, oh, wow, 
cat. Oh man, no, no problem, man. I'll help you. She gets there underneath, right? I, I, I want to show you. I, I want to show. This one is thinking it Diablo, right? Serenoviki. This other one is thinking. Oh shit. Come here, sweet, sweet, sweet. She goes underneath the bed. She gets him. Oh, come here, sweet, sweet, sweet. And my wife is like. Hi, it's me. Hi, it's me. Hi, it's So we take the cat, we carry the cat outside. And then we, get, we find the owner, the owner of our neighbors, right? So, I give over. The wife is like, hmm. Yeah, waiting again, no, no worry. You know, you never know, God is just so. That's just a cat. It's just a cat. Right? It's, it's amazing how our preconceived assumptions can probe us to act and behave in ways that are unbecoming. It, what I'm trying to show you is that what you think of the devil is not as he really is. That while others are afraid of him, there are others who are treating him like he's a... <laughs> no, Isaiah 14. I, I don't need to get into my message now. Come on now. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, I need to get into my message. What's happening, me? Ah, yeah. uh, the devil. Don't be afraid. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Have that warrior mentality. Are, are you listening to me? Yeah. Problem is, you let, you let Satan take things from you like, there's one policy in my life. You don't take what's mine. You don't take it. There are two ways you'll take it. There are only two ways you'll have it. You'll, you'll have it broken, dilapidated, messed up. Or you'll have it with me dead. You, you don't get what's mine. You can, bro, you can put a gun here. Listen, what, what am I to fear in death? Say the nose, you, you know, the most dangerous person on earth is a person who does not fear death. And that's the most person that is more likely to be successful in life. Do you know that? Why? The Bible tells us that Jesus destroyed he who had the power who did what who who held men in, in what in bondage who through their lifetime was subject to what was subject to what the fear of death not death so satan's bondage over man is the fear of death so don't kill me Yo, no, pull the trigger, bro. I'm afraid to die. You afraid to die? Hey, you are. Say, <laughs> 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 
Praise God. Right? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Once you lose fear of death, once you lose fear of death, you'll be warrior. You'll be oh now how now you're fighting in war there. Who be easy? Ah, king, king, king! And should I go in? When do I go in? When do I jump in? Yeah. When now? Yeah. Everybody's running! Where? Oh! Like, well, no, cool it down here. Then that's now. The, the only thing you depend on at that time is your preparation, is your skill set. Yeah. But I don't care, you don't take what's mine. You don't, you, my, what's mine, you don't take it. You, we fight, before you, we'll fight. No, we'll fight. Oh, that, I don't care what it is, well, what's mine, you don't take it. You say you can just take your health like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. You, you, you need the right attitude. Amen? You need the right attitude. Don't have, don't have a defeated mentality. No, don't have a defeated mentality. Don't. You can't beat me. You can't beat me. I don't accept a loss. I don't accept it. I I, I don't. Accepting a loss, you know, makes you weak. Yeah, yeah I was beaten. I was beaten. So what? No, you ain't gonna beat me. No, it's not the no best of one. No, let's do best of two. <laughs> you beat me too. No, let's do the best of three. Yeah. Right? It's a psychological edge. It's a spiritual edge. I'm not gonna be a victim in this world. No, I refuse it. I don't care, I'm not gonna be a victim. I am not gonna be a victim. I'll not fall line for Sasa for Grant. I will not, I will not be a victim. <laughs> no, when there's so much money in the world. I mean, if, 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 you, if you told me that I know Agnamal in the world. No, there's money, there's money. And I must be a victim of my own government. 350 rands. You know how much? That's three dollars. It's about ten dollars. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. What ten dollars will get you? Yes. <laughs> Victim. Victim mentality. You got a war. Are you listening to me? You got a war. 
got a war with yourself, and you got a war with anybody who messes with yourself. Did you, you, you get that? Yeah. Do you get that? Do, 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 do you really get that? Yes. I don't care whether you're a demon or you're... Uh, <laughs> I, told you, I told you the story of a drunkard, right? Yeah, a drunkard woman who was sleeping and a, the devil came and he wanted to sleep with her. That demon came, you know, tried to caress and she was like, mm. and she was like, mm-mm. And then, you know, she, this thing kept persisting. I Thing hit it. That thing hit it. That that thing hit it. You. That devil caresses you like. We are Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Now I'm not taking much of that. Like I told you, Mara, I was. Huh? 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 Praise God. I said Isaiah 14. I need to start my message. Praise God. Let's let's read. Um, verse number nine. Verse number nine. Hell from beneath you is excited about you. To meet you at your coming. It stirs up the dead for you and all the chief ones of the earth. It is raised up from their thrones and all the kings of the nations. They all shall speak and say to you, Have you also become weak as we? Have you become like us? Your pomp is brought down to Shuel. And the sound of your stringed instrument, the maggot is spread under you. The worms cover you. This is it. How you are fallen. From heaven, O Lucifer, you can see it. O son of the morning, how you are cut down to the ground. You who weaken the nations. Do you see that? He did what? He did what? Do you know how he weakened them? No, it's not. That's not, that's not that's the subject matter here. And then he said, I will ascend what not, what not, right? Verse 15. Yet you shall be brought down to Shuel and to the lowest depths of the pit. Then listen to verse 15. Those who see will gaze at you and consider you, saying, is, is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms, who made the world as wildernesses and destroyed its cities, who did not open the house of the prisoners? Do, do you understand that? He says, everybody will be like, he is, Lord, is this Satan? Just when you finally see them, you'll be like, Lord, is, 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 is this the guy I was fearing all my life? Is the, is, is, you, you see some crooked being, is this the thing that my whole life I was fearing? 
when you finally see him. Why? He's not as you see him. Remember, the Bible says Jesus has destroyed him. He has stripped him. He has stripped him of all power. All he does is weaken the nations. That's all he does. He's weakening you. Uh, we'll talk about that some other time. Uh, let's, let's turn to Romans chapter 1. I need to teach my meeting. But the point I'm trying to say is use God's word, all right? Amen. Use it. Use it. Use it. When the lies of the devil sprout in your life, use it. And I refute it. No, I reject it. Praise God. We've been talking about strengthening your spiritual foundations, right? And we spoke about the first foundation, which was Christ. And we showed how to strengthen that particular foundation. We mentioned that through love for him, right? And we uh, showed how you develop love for him. And I think this second foundation will give us perspectives into the dimensions of, 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 the, first, of the first foundation. Faith is the second foundation. You see, your spiritual foundation is the archetype of who you are spiritually, right? Who, who you are, your potentials are measured by your foundation, right? You, 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 you're stupid if you're going to build, if you're going to want to build high and not go low first. And that's the problem with our generation, right? I've never seen it. It did not take two years to build Apple. Apple is the largest company in the world. It has the largest market capitalization in the world, over $2.6 trillion. The only company in the world to ever have reached such a feat. It did not take two years to build it. It did not take three years to build it. To get to where it is, they needed to build infrastructures and foundations around the business. So it's important that you understand that you don't go high without going deep. That if you want to go high in life, you have to learn how to go deep. And you must understand that the one who wants to go high will go deeper than the one who wants to go Average, which means that the likelihood of the one whose building is not really high will finish the building before you even start yours. And that's why you need to determine what kind of life, what kind of person you want to be. If you want, I mean, you can set up a house in, in, two, in, in, in two days, right? Because the foundations for house are not really that deep, right? Just a few meters down the ground, and then that's it. But if, if, if you want to build it high, you have to go deep. So the, the potential of any building, the potential of any life is defined by the depth of the foundation of that life. <clears throat> so whether it's a house, whether it's a business, whether it's a family, uh, whether it's a career, you, you need to master the patience of foundational construction. 
Before you even begin to build, before you even begin to seek the materials by which to build whatever it is you want to build, you've got to consider the pains of going deep. You've got to. And you've got to be comfortable with those who are not going as deep as you are, who are not going as further and higher and stronger than you are to walk ahead of you, to move ahead of you, to finish their buildings before you. And you've constantly got to be comfortable because you have to realize that where they are going is not where you are going. What they have built is not what you want to build. And that's why we have very few people in our generation today who have a true walk with God. Because not many have been willing to go to the depths of what it takes to have a true walk with God. Because in the spirit, you don't go high. You go down to go high. If you want to go down, you go up to go down. So it is essential that there are depths within you. There are foundations, there are pillars within you that are set, infrastructures which, which, which are, 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 are set as pillars. The Bible says that he has set the foundations of the earth beneath it. The pillars of the earth. The earth does not move. The earth only moves when there's an earthquake. But the earth in and of itself, it does not move. The Bible says he has hanged the earth upon nothing, upon the field. The, the Bible says the foundations of the earth set it in stone so that it does not move. Whoever's told you the earth moves lies. And you've got, you've, got to, you've got to decide who you're going to believe. You're going to believe the creator or as humans. Inhabitants know nothing about the archetype of the world. You, you've got to find the source, right? If, if you find some houses with some weird design, then you'll be like, that's ugly. Until you go meet the, uh, uh, the architect and he tells you why I did that. So the problem is that the world is trying to figure out things that God created by themselves. How stupid is that? So many people don't have true foundations. That's why in the times of trouble, when they are being tested, they are exposed that they are foundationless. So we, we, we've been taught a Christianity, we've been taught how, how to function without really ensuring that our foundations are sure. And spiritual foundations don't take months to build, they take years. Because longevity in the spirit, longevity in the kingdom, longevity in life is determined by the strength, the integrity of those foundations. So if those foundations are compromised, you, you are sure to find cracks somewhere along the building process. Even sometimes long after it has been built, all of a sudden you see cracks being starting to show up. Why? Because the foundations were not sure. Is Jesus stupid to start ministry after 30 years when he had received the spirit from his birth? 
Why does he wait until he's 30? And he's a man. Why? Because there are, there are foundations. The further God will take you, the deeper you must be rooted. And that's why the Bible says that men who are tossed to and fro have no foundation. They have no roots within themselves. So that's why I say the first foundation, which is the most important, is really the cornerstone. It is the backdrop of, of every spiritual foundation you will ever lay in your life. And that is Jesus Christ. And Paul said it, I make sure that I do not lay any other foundation than that which was laid. Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone. So Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. And Paul says, I am a master builder. So he understands the array of foundations. So there are certain things that the scriptures tells us. The scriptures tells us that we, 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 we act to because if we don't have them as foundations, we cannot move into perfection. He said to the church in Hebrews, by now you ought to be teachers, but you still need somebody to teach you the very foundations, the very elements of the principles of Christ. He says you are babes. You are babes. And that's the problem of many in Christianity. They, they dress their babeness. They cover their babeness. But when we begin to look at the roots, when we begin to expose who they are, you find out there's no weight. They are babes. Still needing to be taught the very first elements of, of, of Christianity. The very first principles of Christ. Because solid food belongs to them who have handled, who have learned how to handle the word of righteousness. Who by use of exercise have trained their senses to discern what is good. And evil. then he says, let us move on into perfection. Why? Because the foundations must be laid before we can move on into perfection. So you consider, eh, am I, am I, am I rooted? Am I foundation strong? We saw how the city was built on seven foundations. You, 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 you can imagine the integrity of that city. Seven, 12 foundations, sorry. 12 foundations. And that denotes the, the essence of laying foundations spiritually. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Prayer is not the foundation. It's one of the foundations. So the problem is that you, we don't know how to, to balance. The Bible says he had the plumb line in his hand and the city was a balanced square. So we find that we over accentuate over certain parameters, over certain important elements and principles, and we leave the others. Jesus said, he said, you hypocrites, you, you should have done this and not leave the others. So there's a necessity to be balanced in doctrine. To be balanced in knowledge. To be balanced in revelation. Paul says, I've declared, I've not withheld, I've declared the entire counsel of the word to you. 
So we're looking at foundations, foundations that you, 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 you may have overlooked in your Christian work and you wonder why there are discrepancies in your walk. And we mentioned Christ. Christ, if, if that foundation, let me tell you, if, if that foundation is strong, if that one is strong, if that one is strong, you've, you've, you, you, you have one foot in glory. If that one is strong. But there are many others that can really weaken that one. And this is the second one. This is the second, I was going to put, if, if Christ was not the cornerstone, I was going to put the second foundation, the first. Faith. Faith. Say faith. Faith. Romans chapter 1. Let's begin delving into some dimensions of truth here. Romans chapter 1. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 1, are we there? Glory to God. Verse 16. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation. Please give him a little bit of volume. It is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew and also for the Greek. Verse 17. This is really what I want to focus on. For it, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed. From faith. To faith. The, the, in it, in the gospel, what is revealed? In the gospel, what is revealed? The righteousness of God. What is revealed in the gospel? The righteousness of God. Yeah? From faith to faith. So he says, the, where, 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 where the righteousness of God originates from is from faith. So the, the, the purpose of the gospel is the delivery of the revelation of the righteousness of God. But really, in, 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 in its delivery, what it must import to you is really faith. Because without faith, there can be no understanding of the righteousness of God. There can be no understanding of the power of God. You see, faith is the science behind how God's operations work. If you do not understand or, or have the science of faith, you can't operate God's righteousness. If you don't have the science of faith, you cannot operate God's power. If you do not have the science of faith, you can't know God. So faith is the precursor to the operations of the Christian man. So that's why the Bible doesn't say we understand. He said by faith we understand. Because every understanding and knowledge, every revelation and insight, every wisdom and secret and mystery will come through you, will be delivered through you by faith. So we really need to understand really what is faith and why is it such a paramount foundation in your spiritual walk. Because weakness in this is, is really, my brother, my sister, defeat in every aspect of life. You cannot advance in the spirit. You cannot advance in the soul dimensions. You cannot advance in prosperity. You cannot advance in success without understanding the foundation and its importance of faith. 
So he says, in it, the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. From faith to faith. From faith. That means there are degrees. Faith has dimensions. Faith in and of itself has layers. Faith in and of itself has realms. So you move through the gospel into the righteousness of God. He says, as, as you graduate from one level of faith, you graduate to another level of faith and what begins to happen? The, the exposure of revelation becomes enlarged. So you know more about God's righteousness the more you grow in faith. You know less about God's righteousness the less you grow in faith. So he says really the, 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 the first, the first, and, and that's why I said I, will make, I would have made this the first and most important foundation because really without it, you don't even meet him. Without it, you are not even saved. Without faith, you can't, you can't even be regenerated. So he says, read, 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 read that and then you'll see it. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Ah, the just shall live. Shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Mm -mm. Read it. The just shall live by faith. I need you to contemplate it. The the what? The what? The what? The what? The just shall do what? Please read Genesis 15. Genesis chapter 15. I want to show you something quickly and then we'll go back there. Hallelujah. Genesis 15. Genesis 15, verse number 6. I, I, I'm going to say some things now. You forgive me, but you'll have to search them out for yourself because this is truth. Read it, sir. Everybody, please. Verse 6. And he believed in the Lord. 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 Let's read. And he accounted it to him for righteousness. So the first man to be born again was Abraham. The first man to receive the gospel was Abraham. The Bible says he believed in and it was what? What? He counted it to him for what? Who? 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 Look what God did. He credited righteousness to Abraham. So in the eyes of God, Abraham was righteous. 
not by the righteousness of Noah. Because the righteousness of Noah was through the observation of God's laws. But the righteousness which God was imputing on Abraham was the righteousness that came from faith. It came from belief in God. He believed in the Lord and God accredited it to him to what? Righteousness. So the first man to experience being a righteous son of God was Abraham. So Abraham really was the first man to taste of the first fruits of salvation. What made it? What made it? What made it for him? Faith. What made it for him? Faith. That means faith transcends aeons. That means you can get from faith what is meant for another generation. If that is the case, they, that means there is something about faith that we must understand because faith can allow us to pull realities that are not for our dispensation. The Bible tells us that there was a man called Enoch who walked by faith, who walked with God by faith. And the Bible says that while he walked by faith, something began to happen. He transmigrated. Do you understand? That means, remember, remember, the order of life is that things must move from the spirit to the earth. But Enoch did something by faith. He moved from the flesh into the spirit. So he reversed, engineered the, the spiritual operations because remember, once something leaves the spirit to, to, to re Engineer it back there again is tough. The only way is that you must die. But Enoch re-engineered the process of what? Of, of, of manifestation. He, he, he being flesh moved from the physical into the spiritual. The Bible says he did not see death. Remember how you access the spirit realm after you become flesh is through death. You die first. <laughs> But look at Enoch. Enoch, Enoch suspended death. He did not use death to enter the spirit realm. Everything that lives must die, even Jesus. He can't go to hell until he dies. He, he wants to go to hell. Hell, hell is, in the, is in the nether regions of the earth. He can't go there. What must he do? He must pass through the gateway of death. But Enoch, he doesn't do that. The Bible says, he, he was taken so that he did not see death. He did not experience death. And all that was by faith. All that was by faith. By, by faith. That was by faith. That was by faith. He disappeared. It was by faith. He, 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 he cheated death. It, it was by faith. Faith exempted him from death. When death looked at him, he says, not this one. Faith. 
faith. He says, he says, he says, the just shall live by faith. The thing that made Enoch change estates, the, the thing that made Enoch traverse through the dimensions, through the realms, the thing would make Enoch and the heavenly host open up for him. The first man to be seen in heaven. The first man, skin, flesh to be seen, to walk into heaven. With skin on him. But we meant to know that no flesh and blood shall inherit the kingdom. Why is this man traversing the dimension of the kingdom with flesh, with flesh? He's still alive. 6,000 years later, he's still alive. There's no record of his death. There's no mark on his grave. There's no tombstone about him. No, he's alive today. And what is sustaining that life in the dimension is faith. Is faith. Is faith. And he says, the just shall live. The just shall live by faith the the just the 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 ones who 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 have believed now now this is amazing because of of your own accord you can't believe to believe you must the word must first come to you so what is faith what is faith Faith is the substance by which the universe is created. So when you break this down, it's faith. When you break this down, you find faith. When you break that down to its atomic dimension, you find faith. The Bible says, so then, faith comes by and hearing let's repeat that faith comes by and hearing so faith faith doesn't just come it comes by the hearing of the word do you understand that? It comes by the hearing of the word. So he says, faith cometh. Faith cometh. by hearing. It comes by hearing. So think about this. You don't need to sit in a, in a university room. You don't need to sit in a classroom. You don't need to go and do a cause to get faith. Now faith is the most powerful commodity in the universe. It, it is the most powerful commodity. Love is the most powerful force. Love is not a commodity. You've got to understand that. 
Faith is the most powerful commodity in the universe. Because what is a commodity? Com commodity is value that is exchangeable. Right? It's value that is exchangeable. You can exchange a commodity for money. Did you get what I said? You can exchange gold for money. It's, it's, it's legal tender. You get that? Faith is the most powerful commodity in the universe. The platforms through which God deals with the universe is through faith. God cannot, I want you to hear me, God cannot, does not have the ability to resist faith. I'll repeat that so that maybe you hear me. God cannot and does not have the ability to resist faith. I will repeat it. You know, because I, I see you still. God cannot. He cannot. Are, are you listening? He can. In other words, there is no ability in him to resist faith. Oh Lord, faith is unresistible to God. If there is something God cannot resist, is faith. It is unresistible. That means God cannot deny faith. He 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 cannot deny faith 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 is that which is within every element of existence in fire is faith in wind is faith in light is faith so, we, we hear about the elements of creation. The faith is the element behind the elements. Why was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abagnigo not burned? Why? Why did the fire, even after being made seven times hotter, not affect them? But, but the, the soldiers... The shackles that bound them burned at first light. Even before the, 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 the soldiers got in, they died. They burned, they were consumed. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they went into the fire. And, 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 and it was not hot. They went into the fire and, and it was not hot. the smoke of the fire did not reach their clothes. Never mind burn. 
their skin. It, it did not reach their clothes. They, their clothes came out smelling the same way they came in. Why? Faith. The, the, the fire, the, 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 the fire detected <laughs> it with, within them the, the source code for, for its existence. And as intense as the fire was, the fire said, you, to us, you are God. <laughs> Why? Why? Because, because the Bible, listen to what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego say, man. listen to what they say. Nebuchadnezzar says to them, bow. I'm, I'm giving you a chance. I'm hearing you are giving it to your own a bow or whatnot. No, let, let, let me give you a benefit of the doubt. But bow, 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 and I will let you go. But if you will not bow, this day you will bend in there. Listen to what they say. They say, O king. They say, O king, O Nebuchadnezzar, let it be known. I want you to hear what they say, right? And, 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 and I will show you what was inside there. Let, let it be known that we will not bow. They said, we will not bow because, because our God, we will not bow because our God is able to deliver us from the fire. In other words, in their mind, they already made it up that we are going in. So already, already, what were they doing? What were they doing? Already, they were, they were, they were, they were inviting God. Or, or already, they were putting God on the line. Everybody was there who heard they are God, they are God is able to save them. Then, then they say, even if he does not, we will still not bow. I told you, God cannot. He does not have the ability to resist faith. He is, he is drawn to faith. He is drawn to faith. Look what happens. Once they say that God's reputation is now on the line, they are God. Let us see they are God. Once he says that, notice what happens. They get in. Once they get in, they are no longer three, they are four. Nebuchadnezzar is watching. And it's like, Nebuchadnezzar, what's this? Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, come out. What's this? For, for I see the fourth man in the fire, like, like the son of man. Come out. Now I know that your God is the true God. <laughs> what had happened? The elements bowed, respected. Why? Faith was there. Faith was there. So he says, the just, 
shall lead. But, but pastor, what are you saying? What is the word telling me that if, 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 if I am the just, I, I am to live by faith. What does it mean to live by faith? What, what does it mean? What, what does it mean to live by faith? What is faith? That's what's more, more important that you understand. What is faith? You understand that? What is faith? Is this faith coming? And hearing by? So when we break it down, where does faith come from? Where does it come from? Faith comes from the, 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 the what? So faith comes from the Word of God. Yes, faith comes from the Word of God. Okay, if faith comes from the Word of God, then faith is that thing in the Word of God that makes what God say happen. Follow. Faith, you said that faith, I'm trying to define to you what is faith. We say what is faith, right? So let's find out where does faith come from, right? Faith comes from the rhema of God, right? It comes from the word of God. So that means that's where it comes from, right? So what is, what is the scriptures really telling us? If faith comes from the word of God, if faith comes from the word of God, right? The word of God is greater than faith. Agreed? Agreed? The word of God produces faith. Agreed? But that still doesn't tell us what faith is. It doesn't tell us what faith is. But what tells us what faith is, is, is when we begin to understand this. When we begin to understand how does things which God speak come to pass. You can say, okay, by the Spirit, all right. The Spirit can't work without faith. Even God has to have faith before the spirit works. You must understand the laws that, that exist even among the Godhead. There are laws of subordination that works. So if God speaks and there is, there is a, sh a shroud of doubt, nothing ha happens. So there has to be a a built-in mechanism that does not allow God to be faithless. You understand that? It has to be inbuilt. So where is that mechanism inbuilt? It's inbuilt in, in the Word. Huh. Right? It's inbuilt where? In the Word. So that, that thing which is in the Word cannot allow God or makes it impossible for God to be faithless. Now, let's take it a, 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 a tad deeper, right? Now, the word is God. You understand? 
The word is God. The word is God. And faith proceeds from God. Now what faith is, is a substance, is a material which enforces God's legislation, which enforces God's pleasure. Now faith works in the pleasure element in God. So if God, when God is pleased, what is release is faith. So what is really faith? Faith is the pleasure of God. Faith is the pleasure of God. God, do you think God is dissatisfied with himself? Huh? Do you think God is dissatisfied with himself? Do you think God is displeased with himself? No. Huh? No. Do you think that? No. You don't think that? You don't think that? So faith, faith is, is the thing, is the hormone from which God expresses his pleasure. I will show you. you God's creative force or creative ability does not come from his intelligence. God is not creative because he is intelligent. God is creative because, <laughs> okay, revelations. Revelations. My thingy dogo side. Revelations. Hallelujah. Are we there? Huh. Uh, Revelation chapter. Read you this. Revelations chapter number. Think, let's read from chapter. Chapter eight. Praise God. Now I'm going to read this from the King James. The just shall live. The just shall live. By faith. <laughs> the just shall live. By faith. Come, 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 come. Oh, oh, let, 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 let's pause on chapter 8. Let's read verse chapter 4. Let's read chapter 4. 
Verse 9. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him who sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat down on the throne, that sat on the throne, worshipped him that liveth forever and ever, and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou has created what? All things. For thou has created all, all things. And for thy pleasure they are and were created. And for thy pleasure. And for thy pleasure. And for thy pleasure. And for thy pleasure. For thy pleasure. For what? Pleasure. They were what? Created. They were and are created for God's pleasure. So everything that is created was created by his pleasure. The, they were created by what? They were created for his pleasure. They were created by his pleasure. So God's pleasure births creativity. So creation is really a function of God's pleasure, not God's ingenuity. <coughs> and I, says, I say to you that faith is God's pleasure. <coughs> faith is the pleasure of God. No, 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 no. Read. Read Genesis chapter 5. Read Genesis chapter 5. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 5. Read verse number. Twenty-three and twenty-four. Yeah. So all the days of Enoch were three hundred and sixty-five years. Yeah. And Enoch walked with God. And Enoch walked with God. Yeah. And he was not, for God took him. Why did God take him? Let's read <laughs> Hebrew chapter eleven. Hebrews chapter 11, are we there? Amen. Are we there, verse 5, please? By faith. By faith. Enoch, by faith. By faith. By faith. By faith. By faith. Brothers and sisters, this is no religion. This is reality. This is reality. He says, by faith. Enoch was taken away. Why? 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 Okay. What what did I say faith is? Yeah? Okay, replace there, replace there faith with pleasure of God. Wait. Okay. Let's let's give us let's use a synonym for that word. Pleasing. So Instead of say by the pleasure of God, say, say by pleasing. Read that. By pleasing God, Enoch was taken away. By pleasing God, yes, read. 
So why did Enoch not see death? Uh, why was Enoch taken away? Why did how did Enoch walk with God? Uh, how did he walk with God? Mm. Read. Yeah? Yeah. And was not found because God had taken him. Hey! 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 He was not found because God had. Now we know who is the source of his disappearance. God! God took him. God wanted this one by his side. Ah uh-uh. ah. Continue reading. Before, before, before he was, he was taken. taken. What? What? Before he was taken. What? Before he was taken. What? Before he was taken. Now, now, we don't read that in Genesis. All we know is he walked with God and was no more. But, but before he was taken, there, there, there was a rumor going around. Before he was taken, yeah. He had this testimony. He, he had what? This testimony. He had what? This testimony. Read. That he is God. He had this testimony. Look, look, look what the Bible does revelationary. It interchanges the word faith and please God. It's an interchange. It's an interchange of, of words. In the spirit, it's an interchange. Because they're saying one of the same thing. Enoch was taken away because he pleased God. And there was a testimony going around that this man had faith in God. Ah. Go, 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 go deeper. But without Wait, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. But without faith. So, 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 so he had this testimony that he pleased God. He had, before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. He had it. He had it. That, that this one, he pleased God. Then he says, but, but, because someone, someone asks, how did he please God? But without faith. With, with, without faith. Without faith. It is impossible. He, he didn't say without you having faith. He, he says without faith. It is impossible to please God. Ah, uh-uh, read it. Without faith, it is impossible to please. So God cannot be pleasured without faith. If God cannot be pleasured, God cannot be creative. If God cannot be pleased, God cannot create because for for thy pleasure they were created. So 
So God creates because he is pleased. God creates because there is pleasure. Do you understand that? But without faith. Without faith. So faith is responsible for God's pleasure. Faith is responsible for God's pleasure. Without faith. I'm defining to you what faith is. Without faith. See, after Paul, after Paul, after Paul, I am the closest one to interpret the definition of faith to you. No, no jokes. If you ever wonder what faith is, it's there. Without faith. The man had a testimony that he pleased God and he was taken. Because without faith, that means it, it would have been impossible for Enoch to please God if he had not faith. Which makes faith the pleasure of God. So it's that thing from which God derives pleasure. So when you look at creation, what you are seeing is God's faith. Without faith. Without faith. Notice the Bible does not say, I sometimes. It says it is impossible. It is impossible. So there is impossible there is an impossibility factor in God's pleasure and the expression of that pleasure which is the ability his creative ability without faith So he says the just shall live by faith why To please Now, we just saw what happened when a man pleased God. God took him. Because there was nothing good enough for him here. All the best is up there. So God said, come, let me show you the best. You've pleased me. You don't understand the pleasure factor. How powerful it is. Remember Herod? Remember Herod? How, 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 how the daughter of Herod's wife came and danced before Herod? And the Bible says it pleased Herod. And then Herod made an exclamation. He said, ask anything, even half to my kingdom and I'll give it. That's pleasure. That's what pleasure does. That's why God cannot resist being pleasured. <laughs> That's why it's the first foundation. Because if you come and pray and there's no faith, there's no pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for without faith it's impossible to please God. Yeah? For he who comes from God. That's you now. That's you now. For he who comes to God. Yeah? Ha! Oh, ha! When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith? That means, what is God seeking from man? What does God want from you? So when God comes, when God comes to you, what is he looking for? When he moves, when he scans to and fro throughout the earth, what is he looking for? So he, 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 he was his delight. 
but his delight, his delight was with the sons of men. Rejoicing always in the inhabitable parts of the earth. Why, why is the spirit on earth? The spirit is on earth. Remember, remember, the father does not proceed from the spirit. The spirit proceeds from the father. So he is the spirit of God. So he lives in us that pre-adventure God may find pleasure. Powerful men are men who please God. But without faith, it is impossible to please. For he, you, that cometh to God, the first thing he must have is not words. The, the problem with you is that the, the first thing you think you must have when you go to prayer is words. No, it's not words. It says, he, he that cometh, he, he that cometh, he that, he that cometh to God must, must first say, he, he, he must what? He, 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 he must believe. That, that means within you, there must be pistil. You understand that? There must be pistil. That, that, that means you, you must already be persuaded. <laughs> he, he that cometh to God, he, he that cometh to, he, he must believe that, that he is. Now that alone will get you anything. Because the belief, the faith is the, he, God, 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 God would extract pleasure. So when he sees you, he smiles. The Bible says, the Bible tells us, but Enoch found grace. I, I told you the word there in the Hebrew means to be charmed. It's an enchantment. That means that Enoch's life enchanted God. God was enchanted. Well, he had faith. He, 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 he had faith. He, remember, his great-grandfather was Enoch. So when he was born, Enoch was still around. You know, trained him for a couple of years and he told him, please God, son, please God. And he asked great, great granddad, how, how do I please God? How, how, how do I please God? He said, when God speaks, move. <laughs> when God, when God speaks, act. He said, he, 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 he that cometh to God, he, he must believe that he is. That he is. So he, before you even go to prayer, you, you already know. Uh, I'm, I'm coming back with the answer. I'm, I'm coming back. Uh, I'm going to get what I need. Uh, I will get it. You, you understand that? Uh, 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 why? He, uh, uh, I please God. <laughs> I, I please God. Yeah, he must believe that he is. And that God rewards. You must believe two things. He is. God and that he rewards those who seek him. Those who seek him. So, so every time Jesus asked the blamer, do you believe that I'm able to do this? You, you know what Jesus was trying to extract pleasure? Because pleasure is what triggers his power. <laughs> Do, 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 do you believe yeah. that I'm able to do this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Be, be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Faith is the shortcut to God's heart. 
You must understand, when you believe God, you will face opposition. Because what God is asking you to believe Him for may be derailed by others. But remember, God did not ask you to believe them. He asked you to believe Him. They have no ability. God has. So when we are talking about faith, we are talking about God's, God's ple- pleasure center. The, the, the root of faith is God's pleasure. So when God said, let there be light, and the Bible says, so he, he saw that it was good. What do you think he got there? Pleasure. So, so what I, what, what, why does God create for pleasure? So, so, so think about it. Why should God make you wealthy? For pleasure. Why should God make you healthy? For, for his pleasure. Why should God give you all success? And for, for his pleasure. But what is he looking for? He's looking for faith. Because the creative forces of God are not released without faith. Remember, it's not his intelligence that runs this show. It's his pleasure. His wisdom serves his pleasure. His knowledge serves his pleasure. His understanding serves his... Everything exists to serve his pleasure. So, God must be pleased at all times. He must be kept pleased. Otherwise, he can do anything. Why, why, could, why could Moses subside his anger? When he said, let me alone, get out of my way. I'll destroy this whole nation. Moses said, no. What do you think they will say about you? You see, that was not God. It was an angel. You see, it was an angel whom God has given, has, has given the, the, the power of attorney to act on his behalf. Yeah. So Moses said, no, no, no. Because, because remember, he says to Aaron and Ur, he, he speaketh to him face to face, as a man speaketh to his friend. But then when Moses asked to see his glory, he said, you can't see me and leave. So he, the one who was face to face wasn't really God. It was the imprint on his face on the angel. So he 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 he, he subsided. He said no no no, and then and then he said, "You're right." He, he, God cooled off because a man talked to him. He he cooled off. He he cooled off. He he was ready to blow up. He was ready to destroy a nation. A man cooled him down. A man called him down. He, he called him down. He calmed God down. Imagine, can you calm God down? When, when, when Isaiah was prophesying, he said, who has the mind of the spirit that he should counsel him? He did not know. He did not know. Moses advised God. He says, he advised God. He advised him. Why? Because God derived pleasure from Moses. Remember the Bible says, have you ever read about Moses? He says, by faith. 
he hetharahata gana. He he denied, rejected, laid aside the riches, the stature of Egypt. And chose rather to suffer the shame with the children of Israel. Then he says, by faith he endured seeing the invisible one. He's he says, by faith, he enjoyed. What happened is his eyes penetrated into the dimensions of the spirit and he could see God. Moses was the only man who could stand here and talk to God face to face. And everyone else is wondering, who is he talking to? By faith. He says, by, by, by faith. The just shall live by faith. So the, 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 the first objective of being made righteous by God is to please Him. And, and how do you please Him? You please Him by believing in Him. And Abraham believed in the Lord. So when God said, my child, I'm, I'm going to bless you. You say, oh, Papa, you are. Yeah, it is so, Lord. Not, not uh, uh, are you sure? Ja, ni man nangi. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Usho baba. Wamunyanza. <laughs> Look at Moses, right? Look at Moses. God calls him. Moses he says, now nah, call someone else. God says, no, I want you. Then Moses brings another excuse. He says, but nah, I'm a stutterer. I can't speak well. And then the Bible says, and the anger of the Lord, wrath works. You understand that? Do you understand that? He spoke once. Okay, he told him. He still denied. <laughs> and then what happened? The Bible says the anger of God. God switched like that. He said, I said, you who create eyes that they may see and ears to hear. Is it not I? Stop it. That's what God was saying. Stop it now. I said, you must do it. Imagine, he came nicely, politely. Yeah. Hey, I'm sending you now to the Egyptians and the, the, what do you have in your head? Boo, 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 boo. It went from there to I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> It went from you want to do this, 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 you, you to I'll, 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 I'll kill you, boy. I'll kill you. <laughs> to, to the point, to the point where, where that anger seemed to carry on because when, when he brought his wife uh, and his children were coming, the Bible says that God wanted to kill Moses because his sons, of the uncircumcision of, their son, of his sons, he wanted to kill Moses. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says God wanted to kill Moses. Until his uh, wife Zipporah came, chopped off the foreskins, and then he threw them onto his face. <laughs> and then the Bible says, and God relented. So before Moses graduated into those dimensions, he almost was destroyed. And some of you are in that phase. Grimas, Omo, Lelon. Ula. Why? No faith. If there's no faith, there's no pleasure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So God, God ends up tolerating you. I'll never sorry if it were not for my son. If it were not for the blood. 
I'm going to read you something. Jude chapter 1, then we're going to pray. Hallelujah. What is faith? Most of the time, no, they'll take you. Now faith is the substance. Wait. <laughs> eh? That's where they'll take you, right? What is faith? Now faith is. So faith is now. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It's just space line. It's baseline. Even, even what I'm sharing with you here about faith is, is, is just maybe knee deep. I'll share some dimensions. I'll, I'll, I'll just throw some dimensions in faith in one of, in one of the sessions. You'll know that I, what are you saying, man of God? Yeah. Enoch is old, the oldest man on earth, Enoch, still alive. He's coming back again to die. He's coming back again to die because the gift of agelessness, the gift of immortality is to the bride. Yes. Everybody who's dead now, who's died now, right? They are waiting for the perfection. Of the, of the glorious church. That means wherever they are now, the, the, irrespective of what they've achieved in God, the, their glory is limited because they died. Right? They died. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. He that was dead shall live again. And he said, he that believeth on me shall live forever. And then the sister said, I know in the resurrection. And he's like, you want me to raise your brother? Now? I'm talking about now. And he raised him. And the Bible says, he that was dead came out bound, living. What is Jesus telling us? John chapter 6. He says, he that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood shall never die. The, he, he comes with immortality. He says, eat my flesh, drink my blood, don't die. Immortality. So it is the generation that, that learns how to eat his flesh, that, that learns how to drink his blood, that will taste immortality. And that is the generation of the glorious church. And that is why Enoch and Elijah must come back and die. Because they are not the glorious church. And that's why I said that this, this subject of faith is, is, is so layered. It's so layered because we want to touch on, 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 on certain things, how faith works in the spirit. But I need you to understand what it is. It's base. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's substance. It's essence. It's pleasure. Because God's creativeness is expressed through pleasure. 
right? That's why painters, artists and all that, right? The, the, the part of their brain that expresses that is not the logismo side. It's the dianoia side, it's the creative side. Because creativity does not come from logic. Let's read Jude. Read Jude chapter, chapter 1. I don't think you heard me, eh? <laughs> Creativity does not come from logic. That's why anything done in faith is outside the mind. Look at it. They are fishing. All night, they are toiling. Throwing the nets, nothing's coming up. Throwing the nets, nothing's coming up. And then when morning comes, Jesus shouts, Children, cast your nets for the catch of your lies. Peter is like, Lord, it's logic. Is what? Is what? Lord, we, we, we've toiled all night. We, we've toiled all night. And we've got nothing right here. <laughs> the the place where you 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 found us here is here. We caught nothing. And he, and Peter Peter quickly quickly came out of his senses, not to his senses because he was in his senses. He came out of his senses. Then he said, nevertheless, at thy word. What, what happened? What happened is that in spite of their failed attempts, Peter believed Jesus. And something happened. Something happened because up until that time, the fishes were somewhere. Up until that time, the fishes were somewhere. And then they cast their nets. They cast their nets. Where? They found nothing. All of a sudden, there were, there, there were fishes large or larger than the net's capacity. So they asked their friends from other boats to come. And the Bible says they caught 152 fish that day. They caught so much fish that the net could have torn, but the net did not break. There was all sorts of miraculous happening there. Why? Because they were out of their minds. As long as you are in your mind, oh God, how, how, how am I going to do this? How am I going to make it? Oh God, you are in your mind. You cannot tap into the creative juices of the dimensions of the spirit of God. Nevertheless, you've spoken. Eh? You've spoken. Oh, oh, oh. There are two things Jesus was trying to tell them. There are two things. There are two things Jesus was trying to tell them. The, 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 the first thing, which is the most important thing, is that where you've been rejected, there is something. Where, where, you, where you have sown and found nothing, there is something. Where you have, you have cast your net and you found nothing, he, he was teaching them, there is something. I got nothing, there is something. 
The reason why you did not get nothing was because there, there was no faith emotion. Because anybody with faith will get something from the same place where someone got nothing. In me is, is, not, is, is, not, is not the mechanism to be denied. Yes. Look at the fish now. The fish, they're all coming to Peter. Catch me. Catch me. They're competing. No, catch me. Catch me. What did that represent? That rep- to Peter, it represented money. Because that was their business. Why? It's faith. He's not here. 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 See, every time this gets in the way, faith takes a back seat. Every time this leads, faith is subjected. That's why your life seems normal. Why? Because this is ruling. Not faith. Faith is not this. Faith is not this. You know what is faith? Faith is the expectation that after you have done all that is necessary, after you have done all that you you could do, that God will take over. He'll, he'll, He'll take over. And the results that are desired will be the outcome. Faith, the just shall live by faith. I'm going to read you something and then we're going to pray. Please read from verse 1. The faith which was once for all. Do, do, do you understand that? The faith which was delivered once for all. So when, 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 when faith was dispensed at the beginning of creation, it is that original faith that, that, that works even in salvation. That's, that's what he's saying. He says the same faith Enoch had is the same faith you used to get saved. So he says, down the line, this faith, this faith has eroded from the community. It is eroded. It has, in, it, it has been replaced by, by another kind of faith, which is not really faith. So he says, I, I was diligent to write to you, to contend, to contend for the faith, which was laid down, the, to contend. 
In other words, you, you, you have to fight for this kind of faith. <laughs> Remember when I was teaching you about uh, uh, how to open heaven. And I said to you that in, in, in the context in which Jesus said this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. If you read it contextually, he's talking about the unbelief. Yes. He's not talking about the demon. But even if you say he's talking about the demon, what he says about the unbelief is true. Because the disciples asked him, why could we not cast it out? And Jesus said, because of your unbelief. And then he told them, if they had faith as small as a, as a mustard seed, they will do that. But then he says, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So either way, whether it's for the demon that does not go out except by prayer and fasting, or for the unbelief, it means that there is a way that you can drive out and fight and contend for the faith. <clears throat> the faith that made Enoch traverse the realms. The faith that made Samson tore a lion in pieces with his bare hands. The faith that made man subdue kingdoms. The faith the Bible tells us that made man receive their dead back to life. That is the faith. The faith which caused Abraham and Sarah past their age of bearing to bear in their old age, to receive strength to give birth. That, that's the faith. That's the faith he's talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm writing to you because it seems that this faith is lost. It's been replaced. Mm. By a false foundation. Remember Paul says, when I came to you, I came not to you with words of enticing speech, but I came to you in, in the demonstration of the spirit and power, lefana kitra adangila, and power that your faith, your faith may be in the power of God, not the wisdom of man. So when you look at your life, where is your faith reliant on? Is it on in the power of God or the wisdom of man? It's simple. The large majority of us, our faith is in the wisdom of man. Is in what man has built, the systems that exist in the world. We, 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 we almost slaves to the system. We are caged in a matrix. And Jude is saying, I need you to come out of the matrix. I need you to wake up from the matrix. I need you to realize that there's a faith beyond the system. There's a power beyond the system. Uh, he said, God called you to be an anomaly to the system, to break the algorithms, to confuse the algorithms. Look at Jesus. When they looked at him, they said, no man speak like this man. What matter of man is this, that even the winds and the waves obey him. No one before Jesus was wild, bold enough, crazy enough, stupid enough to talk to trees mm -hmm. to talk to waves to talk to blind eyes deaf ears but Jesus did yeah. he was an intrusion into time he was an intrusion into the matrix all of a sudden Jesus can bang the wind he can cause the tree to obey him and when you begin to trace his origins, you realize is from the lineage of the patriarchs, the lineage of men and women of faith who conquered and subdued the world by faith. And you ask, these were weak men. These were men who had sins like you. These were men who had weaknesses like you. These were men who had faults, who had character issues. But these were men that God used because they had faith. 
was a prostitute. Yet Jesus came through her lineage. Moses was a murderer. Yet he's the greatest prophet apart from Jesus to ever live. Samson slept with prostitutes. Yet he's the strongest man in the Bible. David killed another woman's husband. Slept with that same woman. It is the greatest king to ever live. Because God was looking for faith. And he found them. They were limping, but they pleased God. Struggling, but they please God. Weak, but they please God. Why? Because when God spoke, they hearkened. When God spoke, they listened. When God spoke, they left their senses. They left their know-hows and said, I must follow God. The Bible tells us about Noah before he ever saw a drop of rain in the earth. The Bible says that by faith, being warned of things, nah, 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 divinely warned of things, not, not, not having seen, my God, was moved with godly fear to the building of the ark. He began to build something that was never built, engineered before, but because God spoke, he spoke, he was moved, he was moved. Yesterday I found out in, in my meditations and my reading that actually Abel and Cain were twins. Abel and Cain were twins. Read your Bible. The Bible says, the Bible says, and, 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 and Adam knew his wife and she bore a Son. And then she said, she bore again. They were twins. Because the Bible never said, and Adam knew his wife again. No. The, the, the only time the Bible says, and Adam knew his wife again, is when, is when Seth was born. So he slept with her once, and twins came out. The, the one had faith. I'll get into that some other time. excellent sacrifice by faith and he said I want you to contend for that faith and I want to show you how the standards have been eroded let's read let's read let's read continue reading Jude think about it when you speak in tongues do you think about it <laughs> do, 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 do you think about it do, do you think about it? You don't think about it. You just do. That's faith. That's faith. You, if you were to think about speaking in tongues, you definitely won't. And you cruise the pannier. What's that? Rapito skin, hantrahada. What's that? But there's another dimension of faith where you begin to decode it. 
it, and it's, it, 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 it's not in the mind, it's out of the mind. Read Jude. Yeah. 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 Saved them and destroyed them. Who, who did he destroy? Because God has no business with things that don't give him pleasure. Why does God say, "You, I will spare Sodom"? I, I've come down. This thing, I've come to turn it into. Uh, fire and brimstone but he says for 10 righteous I will spare it what what he will allow that city to continue to exist if he found 10 righteous people there why because those 10 would, would, would pleasure him enough to overlook uh, let's leave it. Let's leave it. Let, 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 let's, let's, let's leave that. The only way God can destroy a land, the only way God can destroy a land, if, there, if, if he finds nobody who pleases him, Because when God looks at something, the first thing he looks for is, do I derive pleasure from this? If I derive pleasure, then it's an asset. If I don't, it's a liability. So that means when people die, when people die, they don't die. There are two reasons why they might die. Number one, they are a liability. Number two, God wants to protect them. Precious is the death of his saints. Precious is the death of his saints. Why? He's preserving them. But you see, this word is weak. Think about it, right? God spoke about the lineage of Seth. We only see Noah enter the ark. What happened to Methuselah? What happened to Lamech? What? What? Because of judgment. The just. When you look at your life, remember, you are called. You are called to please God. You are called to live by faith. 
That means you're called to be stupid and foolish to the world. That's your calling. That's your calling. To be stupid and foolish to the world. Because the things of the Spirit are foolishness to the natural man. Remember, if your life does not exude foolishness to the natural man, you are not in the Spirit, eh? You are not in the spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? If, if, if your walk, your life does not, ex, that does not express, when somebody who is natural looks at you and says, this guy is foolish, you're not in the spirit. That means the, the, the majority of Christians live the common life, not the faith life. Because if you live the faith life, you cannot and will not be accepted by the world. Mm. And that's why your, the, the, the reason why faith is such an essential foundation is that this is what you use to overcome. We'll talk about that next week. You learn something? Amen. You learn something? Amen. Don't lose your faith. And listen to me. Amen. Don't lose your faith. Limp, but don't lose your faith. Because yes. <coughs> that, that faith is valuable. It's an essential asset. Don't lose it. Struggle. Don't lose your faith. You, don't ever let what you go through in life make you lose your cause for belief. Ah! I believe in God. I believe in God. I believe in God. I believe. I believe. I, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I don't care what you think. I, I believe in God. But look at you. So what? I believe in God. Look at you. No, I don't want to look at me. I'm looking at God. I believe in God. We, we'll, we'll continue next week. Let's rise and pray. Let's just, just thank God for his word tonight, this, this morning. Just thank God. Thank God. Come on, come on. Express your faith. Express your faith. Express it. Hey, come on, fire. Father, I please you. Rando 
why the circumstance is not changing according to your timeline. Maybe why the thing that ensnares you, resists you, the mountain is in front of you. Just maybe God is training your faith. And maybe just you need a change of attitude. You, you, you need to change your attitude. This thing is not to destroy me or to harm me, it's to elevate me. I'm an overcomer. The trials, the temptation, count it all joy when you fall into diverse tests and trials. Maybe that test is to try your faith, is to perfect it. And you just need to change your attitude. Instead of crying, rejoice. Because remember, the war and the battle only ends when you die. As long as you're alive, it still continues. It, it, it can continue to round 18 and 20 and 30 and 50. Why? God lets it that way to play the, the odds in your favor. Because God believes that somewhere, somewhere along the line, he will conquer. And remember, you only just need a KO to conquer. You only just need one KO to drop your opponent. And that's why it's perpetuating to, it's, it's over round 20 now, and it's still continuing, yeah, yeah. God is waiting for that KO, baby. And you just need to change your attitude. God, I, I'm in this thing, I've been in this thing for so long. No, change your attitude. God, thank you. Let me show you what I can do. What you've empowered me to do. I'm a victor. Attitude can, can, can shift paradigms. It can shift perspective. Attitude. Attitude. What was diff nothing changed about the stature of Goliath when David went to face it. Even more so, Goliath was bigger in perspective to David. But Saul, the tallest man in the entire nation, could not face him. The shortest man, the youngest in the entire army, could face him. Why? His attitude. Moses, I mean, David had, had, had the faith in Jehovah as a factor. That was his edge. I believe in God. You believe in your sticks. I believe in God. Attitude. Attitude. Attitude can change your life. Truly, attitude, it can change your life. Instead of seeing something as, as an impediment, attitude can make you see it as an opportunity. <laughs> 
Yes. And that's what faith does for you. That's what faith does for you. The tree did not change Jesus' attitude. The storm did not change Jesus' attitude. It remained the same. <coughs> Why? It was faith. Because faith is, is beyond everything you face. Faith is beyond, above everything you face. Why does the Bible says above all else take the shield of faith? Above all else. Above the breastplate of righteousness, above the, 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 the belt of truth. He says above all. We'll, we'll discuss that. But I'm showing you that faith, faith is, is head and shoulder above the greatest. Because faith makes great. Ha. Hallelujah. So change your attitude. Change it. See, see whatever you're going through as an opportunity. Listen, if you are at zero, there's only one way. It's up. Can't go lower than zero. You can't. So why you keep looking down as if like this, you can go any, any further? Use that as a foundation to go higher. It's attitude. And that's what faith gives you. It gives you new perspective. So you see every single thing as an opportunity to advance and grow your faith in the Lord. <sighs> Hallelujah. You're blessed? You learn something? Yeah. Suppose you're struggling in school, like, right? You're struggling, you can't, you, you, there are certain subjects you can't study. Don't look at that as like, I'm a failure. You're not a failure. Look at it and say, I'm gonna conquer this. Make, make that now your project. My, my project is, is to get an A here. And let me tell you what, you will. If you just change, if you just make certain tweaks in your mindset, you will. Suppose you are struggling with something uh, in, 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 uh, at work. Make that your project. Make, make that thing your project. <coughs> Suppose you're struggling financially. Make financial success your project. Do, do you understand that? Instead of sitting by and looking, what's, what, what's gonna happen? You're a hawk, you're an owl. Have you ever seen an owl in the night just sits there with its big eyes? <laughs> right? Don't be an owl. Be active. Make it a project. I'm going to make financial success my project. Yeah? Look at the things in your life that you, you suffer, you're struggling and suffering with. Rejoice. Thank you, Father. I'm an overcome. I'll overcome this. And you know, like with any project, you, 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 you must, you must what? You must, you must what? You must what? You must accomplish it. It's a project. And you don't stop until it's done. You see, that's, that's why you can't beat me. You, you, you can't beat me. If I lose, the loss is my project. I, I must find out how to win. Yes, because there are winners in the world. Yeah. There are winners in the world. In, in the very same things that are a struggle, a hindrance to you, people have won and overcome and they 